Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. starting <laughs> right now. It's happening. It is. <laughs> wow. How have you been lately? What's been on your mind recently? Oh, I've been so busy that I just really haven't had a second to even know what I'm I'm doing. I think I've just been doing so many improv shows that I'm like, what? What is it? For? In a way, like, what is it for? Like, is there like a goal that I'm trying to reach? Am I trying to have like my own like team that I've started? And um, I just haven't had the time to even like slow down and think like, what is going on? Because I've just been really happy with how involved people have been um like including me yeah in their in their troop uh, troops <laughs> I don't know what they call it yeah, basically we know what you mean yeah <laughs> I feel like you have been in so many shows recently but it's like not even just improv you're also right. like singing as well and you did Joanna's plays which that was like a scripted thing that you did right yes yeah, so Joanna has been doing um a series of short plays showcases and I've been doing that since January so each month January, February, March, and I'm, like, on the fence about April. Um, I have another show that I'm a part of that's happening the day before, and there's just a lot of tech week for that. So Joe's like, you can write something, like a solo piece, and if you have the time, you can do it, but... Um, If I I don't know, (laughs) so I'm like... Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned for real. (laughs) Yeah. So can you tell us like your your background in improv and how you got started in anything acting related? And also, I know you are a singer and you play the guitar. So when did you start doing that as well? Yeah, so I've been acting since I was in kindergarten, but plays and school things, nothing like I'm not like a child actor who's been like, in <laughs> commercials or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I started in elementary school and then I got involved in community theater at CCYP which was called Curtain Call Youth Players and it was I think it's closed now I'm old so it's closed oh my god as (laughs) if yeah all Um, 24 years (laughs) yeah no I'm not old Um, but uh yeah so I started there and just kept doing that for a while and I took a little break in middle school and then did a little bit of stuff in high school. But it wasn't until this past year, uh, 2022, when I really started doing improv. I had done one class prior, like a few years earlier, and it just wasn't, the timing wasn't right, so I don't really count that as my start point. Yeah. Um, I really, really fell in love with improv January 2022, at Village Theater and took their level two, level three, and level four, all eight-week classes up until, I guess, I think our grad show was in October. Mm. Um, Yeah, but that's kind of where my starting point was. It's 2022 for improv. And then as far as music goes... I don't know if you want me to dive more into the improv or, like, go Honestly, whatever you want. Okay, cool. Well, okay, I'll just go off. I'll continue with the improv. Sounds good. And then I'll switch back over to the music. Amazing. So I know what I've said and haven't said. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) I'll forget. (laughs) So I started at Village in January. And I started improv because I had a really big audition in December where the um the director asked me to improv the scene mm-hmm. and I did a good job and he like he laughed at my jokes that I improvised in there and I had to do it a few times and should I wait for the birds? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it might not hear. Okay. You. You're good. Okay, so <laughs> if you do hear birds <laughs> It is the outside birds. It's um, beautiful outside today. <laughs> it, is, it was so beautiful. Um, so he asked me to improvise, and I did, and I was done with the scene, and I didn't end up getting the role, but I was like, oh, that was so much fun, and I really want to be prepared for the next time that happens to, like, really know my stuff. Because I knew what I was doing, but I just wanted to make sure because this was like a 
director that I had been looking forward to auditioning for and it just like fell into my lap. So I started in January at Village mm-hmm. and then I took a month in May and did the Groundlings, like very beginner intro course and loved it even more. I was like, I really love this. It's I met some amazing, amazing people that I am still in touch with today. And then, uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll move on because that one actually is a long one. So then I started doing music. I did music in high school. I, I started learning um, on a ukulele. I bought it and I hear my dad call from downstairs. He's like, Sarah Jane? did you buy a ukulele? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, the, our bank is like flagging it as fraud. <laughs> I was like, no, I did that. He's like, well, don't do it at midnight and maybe ask me first. So that was my beginning with music. Imagine hacking into someone's Amazon and buying a ukulele. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, Who is this? <laughs> Who would do such a thing? Yeah. Okay, that's really awesome. So what made you transition from ukulele to guitar? Well, ukulele is fun, and it's it's cute and quirky, but I didn't feel like I was getting um, the full, like, it felt not as serious. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it is or isn't, but at the time I was feeling, like, a little self-conscious about it, and I loved alternative music so I was like I want to be a rock star (laughs) and rock stars play guitars so I went to college and decided to buy an electric guitar which is that green one on the wall it's a Georgia green Gretsch um and I love that color yeah forest green on a guitar that was a good decision I know it and I've had it since and wow um, yeah, she's a, she's a beaut. So what's, what's your, like, short and long-term goal for your career? Would you rather it be more acting or more music? Or do you always want to have, like, both in your life? I think both in my life because they're, those two career paths are so, um, fleeting. I don't know the word. They're so, like, you, you can't predict what the outcome of either are going to be and, like, how steady. They're not stable. Yeah, yeah. They're unstable careers. (laughs) So I think I would primarily want to focus on acting just because music, that tour life isn't necessarily the ideal. I don't see the longevity of that. I see that acting is more, um, like, I can grow old into acting as a woman these days, who knows? But <laughs> um, but music is a is yeah. I don't necessarily see that as um, as s- sustainable. Is it more like a creative outlet? It is. Yeah. Um, I would love to see where it goes. Like if it did go big, like I'd totally be fine with that. Um, but until until you know, I don't know what's a big. Like Sony or something. Like <laughs> I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah, who's Sony? Um, until somebody like that is like, yeah, we want you. Or whoever, um, I'm not a... So, I actually won't say that. Phoebe Bridgers is an amazing songwriter, lyricist, musician. I wouldn't say I listen to her all the time, but if that career path happened for me, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I'd be like... That's cool. Yeah. No, I I also think she's done a really good job of maintaining her brand as, like, an artist and a person. And she kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I've been following her, too. Like, I think when normal people came out and then it, it came out that she was dating Paul Meskel, that was, like, the mm-hmm. first time that I found out who she was. I think I need to date somebody famous then. <laughs> that's, that's what you're missing. That's the only thing is, like, you just need to date somebody who's really popular right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I'll move to California, find somebody. It's not about love. It's a career move. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the biggest challenge you're facing right now um, in your improv journey? Like, what's something that you're actively working and focusing on? 
I have a difficult time initiating strong scenes. I've been getting better at just honestly flailing myself out there and forcing myself to just take the two steps and be in this like on the center of the stage. But I don't have the um confidence quite yet to really just step out and know that I don't know and just start mm-hmm. doing something. So I think that's been my biggest struggle is getting myself out there to start a scene. So what's your fear in that moment? Is it that you're going to create characters that are going to be hard to build on or you're going to start a scene that doesn't make sense? Like, what's your fear? I guess I my fear is not knowing the world that I'm creating mm-hmm. and not being able to create something that is clear or usable because I feel like I can come out there and I do something weird and that normally can create something um like funky but Mm. it is I yeah like the other night me and Brett I just like jumped out on the stage and just jump roped for 30 seconds as we counted upwards we're like one two three super stupid scene it's not even probably worth it to mention in the podcast because like you can't understand what's you talking about an improv scene doesn't make sense you had to be there (laughs) you really had to be there like we were like we were finger licking madeline's fingers like on stage now does that make sense no it sounds (laughs) weird and it was weird but um like that scene in particular was not any sort of concept of like what our names were if they were if we were brother sister anything like that it was just a super abstract weird scene which I think is kind of more what I get into if I'm starting a scene and I just Mm want to get better at something really grounded yeah yeah I know I find that too that's like something that I struggle with is establishing a solid platform as quickly as possible yes because that's like my biggest fear is being in a scene and not knowing like who we are to each other or what's actually happening if like you've both said things that are kind of ambiguous and so you're like wait are we on the same page with where we are right like what we want (laughs) so I've been trying to make that more clear in the beginning even if you have to do it in a cringy way like hey Bob like (laughs) just give somebody a name I'm like at least I know that they're like an acquaintance or something like I wouldn't call my dad Bob so like right but um or if you if that's what they end up playing on then it also leads into like your relationship if the person you go hey Bob and they go I'm your dad then you go yeah I know you're my dad but I hate you or like it leads into itself to have those details yeah yeah no that that makes sense that's and I feel like that's kind of the I think we're both I think you're probably a little bit ahead of me in classes but like I'm in level three right now and that seems to be the hurdle for people is like establishing a good platform and knowing what characteristics are worthwhile mentioning because like you can throw out a bunch of details about what's going on but that's not necessarily helpful to like move the scene right in a good way right but yeah um what's something that you're really confident in when you go out there I love my side support I I love watching and seeing the patterns that are being established by the improvisers on stage and knowing like what they're leading towards and seeing my opportunity to rise and uplift whatever their their game was Mm -hmm. or find helping I don't know it's just like a helping thing like people are capable on stage but there's sometimes like you want somebody else to really dig in the joke or or something and I think I'm good at seeing those things and knowing what a scene needs when I'm on the back line but when I'm on it sometimes I'm like what the fuck is happening yeah well when you're not in it too you can really look at it clearly because you're not worrying about like establishing anything else so that when you're on the side like you can really just listen and be like oh this would be a really funny time for like his mom to call him or something like that yeah 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 I've, I've seen you do that a lot you are good at that and you also do a lot of funny like random one-liners like sometimes you'll just say like a little quip and I'm like oh she's so cute (laughs) it's like that's just me being straight up me too today I was making a coffee and my coworker handed me the espresso and he was like I put the cayenne pepper in there and I was like 
that's so cayenne of you. And he was like, that's the funniest thing I've heard all day. And this is like our like super stoic, like super chill guy. And he like chuckled a little bit. And I was like, wow, I got him to laugh. <laughs> that's big. Super stupid, super like, yeah. But yeah, that's those like quips are just how I kind of interact in my day to day. So mm-hmm. they're easy. Yeah. I had a dream. I had a dream. I've been dreaming of jokes. I forgot one of them, but this other one, I and I found out it is already an established joke, but I didn't know that, so it's original <laughs> to me. <laughs> I had a dream about how weird the word building is as a noun. As a verb, mm. it makes sense. You know, you're building a home, but yeah. when you go into a building, it is already built. Like... Wait, you are going to blow my mind right I know. I can't even... I don't even know how to describe it because it's hard to comprehend. Linguistically, building is a really fucked up word. Yeah. It is a chaotic word. I'm trying to think of another word that also does that, but I can't. No, because I was thinking like, oh, well, you go to a skating rink, but it's a rink and then it's described as a skating rink. You don't go to a building home. Like, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think, like, you don't go to, like, a building office, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not building anymore. No! I know! <laughs> Wait, that's actually so dumb. It, it almost feels lazy, like, someone was like, fuck it, just name it building, let's move on. <laughs> I know! But I woke up and I was like, ha <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve? Oh, I, it might take me a second because I just, I just figured it out. <laughs> Because you seem pretty tolerant of most things. I am. Um, I had a pet peeve. Dang, I should have written <laughs> You have it down. one. I have, I have a few. Well, um. <laughs> Not, like, anything too dramatic, but, like, sometimes when, pe- when people do them, even people that I love, I'm like, I love you deeply, but if you don't stop chewing with your mouth open, I'm going to go insane. <laughs> okay, so chewing with your mouth open is yeah. the one for you. Okay. Um, oh, this is a pet peeve. And it's kind of funny because in the script that I'm doing for for a show in two or three weeks, it actually talks about it, which is annoying to me. It is a pet peeve. <laughs> when people say, want to argue with me that insects aren't animals. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> because like the, I don't know, it doesn't happen often, but insects are animals. Like, they are, that is part of the whatever genome, whatever the, like, subcategories. They fit Mm. in there. They fit into animal. Like, you have mammals, insects. Those are all animals. And I I just had, like, two or three conversations with people where they're like, no, they're not animals. And it was, I even looked it up. And I was like, (laughs) look, look. And they're like, nope. That, maybe the pet peeve is, like, me saying a fact and then it not being believed, maybe. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. The root of I it. I mean, it sounds annoying. But it's specifically I, insects. I don't really <laughs> care about too much other stuff. I love the super specific pet peeve. That's amazing. I wish I had another one on the top of my head. I, I just thought of one a few weeks ago, but you know. How has doing improv and just like acting in general, how has it like helped to shape your personality? Do you think it's made you a more extroverted person? And a more confident person, or do you think you probably would have ended up that way whether you did acting or not? I definitely think it helped. I'm like, I'm like crying. <laughs> self esteem was not. <laughs> it's made me so self conscious. No, I think improv has severely increased my self esteem and confidence. And it has also shown me some places where I am more timid or nervous, but ultimately it has gotten me so much out of my shell and really valuing my own voice and what I can bring to the table. And I think half of that is the art form itself of improv and the other half is the people I've done it with just are so, have always been so supportive um, like I've been the the group I was with at Village. We pretty much did the whole track, the whole three classes together, and they were so supportive. And then Bibliotech and Dynamic, that group has just been like, 
super, super affirming. So yeah, my confidence yeah. out of <laughs> out of the roof, out of the building. Out of the <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like I remember <laughs> I'm thinking about the word building again. Um, I remember when I think like I first saw you at Bibliotech way back in like October and you, you've always been extroverted and like, a, I guess you would say like a big player on stage. Like you seem like you have a big voice and like, I don't know, you kind of like control the energy in a room. You know, some people can just like pull the energy towards them, but I have seen you get just a lot more open with oh. yourself. Like, I feel like you've always been a confident performer, but now it's like you're also really confident in, like, your ability to connect with people and make friends. And, like, mm. I can just tell. Thank you. Thank you for noticing that because <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like I walked in in October and was like, um, I can do improv and just really put a lot of attention there, but kind of felt like... I wasn't necessarily giving a lot of who I am and maybe I was just nervous because it's a bunch of new people who knew yeah. each other. But yeah, I definitely feel like these past few weeks and moving back into the city, I just feel like being on my own has made me much more open to like receiving the people and the environment around me. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks I, can, I know I keep telling you this, but like I could sense your happiness like I always can see it in people's eyes like I can tell when my friends are sad but they're not <laughs> they're not acting that yeah. way you know like they're you can tell that they're trying to look happy but I can tell in their eyes that they're you know maybe like going through something but mm-hmm. yeah you seem like you're glowing recently oh, so thank you yeah and what did you say you were working on by the way you have a show coming up in two weeks yeah so I'm doing a Shaw Silverstein showcase of his plays Shaw Silverstein is the author who um, like the poet who wrote Where the Sidewalk Ends and he wrote some music and plays and some people I know um, with I think they're calling it Glass House Collective right now they were like let's do a showcase of all his plays nice excuse me (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so I'm doing that and I'm gonna be doing some songs and then a monologue and the monologue has that whole line about insects (laughs) (laughs) um I can't wait I'm gonna be like we talked about this (laughs) yes (laughs) you're and you I'm so happy like that you showed up to even though my I didn't feel like my performance the last show was at Joe's was my favorite it was really sweet to have you there so yes. thanks for showing up. Yeah, of course. I was planning on going already because I figured you were in it in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But I was um, excited to find out that you were singing because I think that's the first time I've seen you sing live, oh, maybe. wow, yeah. Well, that's yeah. Pr- probably not the best representation um, of what I do singing. But it wasn't – I had a lot of people come up after just, like, even at a party yesterday just be like oh, – you were the girl who sang, and I just wanted to let you know it was super impactful. And I was like, they're like, it was super funny. And and you know what's really funny? What? Is that the day before and even the rehearsal, like, earlier, it was not supposed to be funny. But I made it funny when I got out on stage. Yeah, I, I thought so. it was part of the bit. I liked I it. Yeah, but, like, it the song didn't seem like it was part of the bit. Like, it was a good song. I was just like, oh, she's making jokes because mm-hmm. she's funny. But that's pretty good that that wasn't a great performance for you, and it was still <laughs> that good. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I told um, Chase after. I was like, well, I guess that's what being a performer is, is having a bad show and it's still being good. And, like, yeah. Because part of that was me going up there and not knowing what the hell I was saying. Well, oh, sorry. Not knowing what I was going to say. <laughs> I won't cuss. <laughs> PG. <laughs> not knowing what I was going to say and just making it work. Like, I started on the wrong fucking lyric and I had to be like, oops, I'm t- sorry, Jim, my boss. I-, I got it. Don't whatever the heck I said. Like, I- I'm good at making it work. So I am proud of that. Yeah. I I really liked it. I just think you're entertaining anyway. Like I always like oh, to... like this. Oh, she's juggling right now. If you can't see, <laughs> what can what can SJ do? So talented. Outside of like those creative things, or I guess music and improv and acting. What's something else that you like to do to occupy your free time? Good question. I do like to actually practice juggling. Oh, really? um, <laughs> and I actually just started 
trying to do some archery. Oh, okay. I don't know how long. This might seem so dated because it'll probably be like six months from now and I'll listen back and it'll be like, oh, she was trying to do archery. <laughs> She's not touched her bow since. Um, There it is in that corner. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So what made you want to do that? I did it as a Girl Scout, like at Girl mm-hmm. Scout camps. And I... What you'll what you'll learn about me is that first off I have to have a lot of different hobbies because I get kind of bored pretty quickly or the thing that was inspiring me isn't inspiring me anymore and music art acting they kind of that's why I have so many so that when I'm not feeling inspired by my paintings I can play music and vice versa um and archery and juggling are just more active, less creative, um, skills that I just wanted to, sometimes I just want to have party tricks because I don't necessarily (laughs) love talking all the time. I do like having conversations, but, um, I wanted things to have that I could kind of bring up as, or like a way to connect with people in a way that wasn't necessarily verbal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, it's a good conversation starter anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, yeah, that's interesting. So are you, would you consider yourself more of an introvert or more of an extrovert? That's a tough, I, that's a tough one because I think I present as an extrovert and I love talking to people, Mm -hmm. but my me time is so key I I do feel like I have a a big need for alone time or just time for me to do yoga or go on a walk so Mm. I guess like the ambivert or whatever that I'm a bisexual vert (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I'm a biver thank you um yeah because I I definitely love my I like this conversation's really nice, but those, I guess those like more intimate hangouts are really valuable to me. Um, cause when I'm going to a party, it's almost like, um, it's like, I don't know. It feels in a way, not a performance because I love the people I'm with, but yeah. it does feel like a way to kind of be my silly, funny self. Yeah. Um, which do, is different. Do you feel the pressure to, like, entertain people in those kind of settings where, like, it's a little bit more exhausting than having a normal conversation because you, you feel obligated to be interesting? In a way, especially when it's parties with people you don't really see often or you don't know, there is, for me, a, a tinge of, I guess, pressure. It, maybe it's social anxiety. I don't feel like anybody's like, be funny, be yeah, entertaining. Yeah. But I'm like, it's a new person. I don't necessarily want to, like, go into the drudges of how my day is with this person or, like, what my life is like necessarily. I kind of just want to have a good time. So, um, yeah, I think it's mainly out of social anxiety rather than uh, obligatory, uh, like, obligation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, Like you're not literally performing, but it's, like, you want them to be, you want them to enjoy the conversation. You want them to think that you're interesting. Mm -hmm. So it kind of feels like you have to, like, be the best version of yourself as opposed to just, like, being whatever version you are at the time. Right. Right. No. (laughs) But I've gotten better, I feel like, too. And I think it's also allowed for other people to feel more open with me as well. Um, I've learned, there's just been times where I'm really not feeling it. And I was at a uh, party. I just party all the time. I was at a party (laughs) a few weeks ago, and somebody came up to me to talk to me, and I just was so tired. I just turned to them. I knew them, so it was fine. Like, we're not super close, but we know each other. And I was just like, hey, man, I'm really, I really appreciate that you want to talk to me right now and that you want to connect with me. I have no words or ideas to say to you right now. I I would love to share this moment another time. And I thank you for wanting to connect with me. I have nothing to say. And they're like, okay, cool, SJ. And I was like, thanks. 
And they walked away. <laughs> and then the next time I saw them, I was like, I hope you didn't take that the wrong way. And they're like, take what the wrong way? And I was like, oh, you don't even remember. You're like, I was thinking about it all weekend, but you forgot. That's cool. Yeah. So, like, just those interactions have made me um, less stressed. Because I'll just say it now. I'm like, hey, I don't want to talk right now. Or, you know, I'm feeling low energy. If you want to sit outside and not talk with me right now, totally accept that. If you mm. want some more engaging conversation, not tonight from me. <laughs> and people get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you you have been so good about that. I don't know if that's something you've, like, recently tried to do or if you've always done that. But, like, you will say how you feel. And, like, sometimes it catches me off guard because I'm, like, I forget how honest she is. Because I feel like I have a lot of, obviously, friends that I love and that I think are great. But, like not a lot of people can just tell you exactly how they feel. Um, like I personally can't do that all the time and I'm trying to get better about that. Um, but yeah, no, I like that you will tell me exactly what's <laughs> on your mind. And I always know like where we stand. Like I'm never like, I wonder what SJ's thinking. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's what I want is like, that's what is valuable for me. So when I do it for other people, it's out of care because I won't tell I won't tell somebody that I don't like how I'm feeling I mean besides maybe like don't talk to I won't even yeah yeah yeah. you're not gonna be mean but right yeah um but people that I want to have an actual relationship with I'll like tell them like hey this is it's it's just so that it would be inauthentic for me to show up um without doing that because then it doesn't help you to wonder why I'm being cold or it doesn't yeah. help me to like start gaining resentment for somebody because they don't know I'm feeling icky or something. So yeah, I'm somewhat too honest. I feel like not in the, the way that I'll be brutal or anything like that, but there's just some things that I think in my head that should just stay in my head. I I feel like I'm trying to find the balance of how much do people need to know and how much do I just can I just hold like myself. Yeah. But I'm glad that you you know where that you appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I do because it's like being honest to people is doing them a favor honestly but like I just have a hard time with that because I'm always like sometimes people are a lot more sensitive about certain things than I am and so I'm like I might not be sensitive about that but maybe we shouldn't talk about it just because I don't know their level of comfortability with it and stuff Mm -hmm. and like I know with improv I personally love to receive feedback from people like especially that's why I love when friends go to shows and they can give you like honest feedback of like how it went and stuff because I'm like that helps me get better like you know obviously I want you to tell me that I did good but if I didn't do good I want you to tell me why so that I don't do it again right um yeah what was I gonna ask you oh Oh, before you ask me another question Mm -hmm. you've been a great podcast host I just feel like this has been so fluid and you've been very good at like steering and asking amazing questions and yeah so I just want to say thank you for being so great no for real I just am enjoying this um do you ever feel misunderstood people have been saying that they're like you it seems like you're doing a lot of stuff these days Mm -hmm. I think I'm just good at promoting it the stuff that's fair so I don't I know I started off saying that I've been busy but it doesn't feel like I've been doing a lot of consistent shows or anything like that it's just like this month was chaotic so I think the misconception is that I'm really involved in groups or something like that and I really am not I have been on rotating casts and I was doing like one other two prov but like we only did two shows with that two prov and I haven't done excuse me um there hasn't been anything else lined up. So I think that's the misconception that I'm like, I have this big web of improv shows and things that I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah. not really. Well, being able to promote well is definitely a skill. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I personally feel so narcissistic when I like post about my own stuff. And I'm like, no, how are people supposed to know about it unless you tell them about it? Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, no, I like that you do that because... I feel like if you want people to come to your shows, you just have to, or, like, whatever you're doing, you have to make it really easy and accessible because 
like I personally am not motivated enough to go like hunt to try to figure out where to buy the tickets and mm-hmm. find the location and the right. time. You know, like just tell me and then I'll go if I can go. Right. But I, you know, you and do tell me do the day one. of. Like c- tell me the day of and have the ticket link in the the thing and make sure it works because if it doesn't work, I'm not going. Honestly, better yet, just like put it in the cart for me. Just yeah. Put it in the cart. Yeah. And then- <laughs> can you just buy it? I'll just tell you I'm coming. You just buy it. I'll give you my credit card information. Just buy it for me. <laughs> no it, I really need to be reminded and somebody has to do that push so yeah I just was like I like doing creative things and Instagram has been an outlet to to do creative you know infographics and yeah it's kind of like a little fun and silly to to see it yeah do you feel like when you're in a social setting that you are good at curating what you want people to think about you or are you really good at just showing up exactly how you are and letting people kind of decide whether they like it or not because I know recently I've been thinking about that and I'm like am I really good at being myself or am I good at like curating a specific version of myself that I want Mm. you know yeah that's a that's a that's a hard question. That's a hard question, and I'll yeah. try to answer as honestly as possible. <laughs> um, I think, depending on the setting, I show... This might be presumptuous of me. Um, this might be what I just think I should say. So I'm going to say this one first, and then I'll <laughs> let it sit. I feel like I might curate the what an authentic version of me would be so I feel like I curate what showing up would be like does it's almost like I am being myself but I am being myself as the curated version of of how I don't know how to explain it I think honestly what might what you might be trying to say is like you're really good at curating how you're going to be yourself and like picking <laughs> yeah. and choosing. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Because I'm still myself, but I know, I'm like, I know what part of me I'm bringing tonight, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, like, I'm not bringing, it's not like I have a different personality that I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not picking, like, a different hat out of the bag and being like, okay cool SJ's coming out or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's that's it. I just figured it out as we were discussing it. I'm like, okay, maybe that's what... Because I do that too where it's like I'm never not being honest about what I'm doing, but, like, I'm not going to do every... Or, like, say everything that I feel about everything. Yeah, like, I'm specifically only being myself in the places where it's, like, really positive. Like, I'm not going to show up to a party and, like, talk about, like, anything to pass the surface level with, like, every person. Right. No, that's exactly, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but I was just thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, am I being myself all the time? Like, I think I am, but also I question it, and I'm like, maybe I'm just being myself, you know, about the things that are convenient for me, and Mm -hmm. then the other things I just kind of, like, don't, like, say how I feel about them or really make any, like, grand gestures because I'm just kind of like... Uh, I don't really know if I want to get into that. I think that's appropriate, though, to know when you don't want to get into something. And you're still, I think you can still show up authentically as yourself, knowing that you don't want to get into something. You're like, for me, because that's, I think you're right. Like, if I had a bad day, I might show up to a party and just be like, I don't want to have, I don't want to talk about the bad day. So I'm going to show up like, you know, things have been fine and just whatever. And yeah. I don't think that's inauthentic. Um, I think you can also show up and be like, hey, I had a bad day, but I just want to rage on. And I think that's how I would probably show up. I just want to rage on. I just want to rage on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that. I say cool things. <laughs> Me, always cool. <laughs> Me, cool, totally. <laughs> I love being silly, and a lot of improvisers are... Most improvisers have to be silly, and it felt like a really free space... Um, I've taken a lot of acting, a decent, I've taken a few acting classes and they're just so rigid or they can be. And Mm. 
I felt so pigeonholed into this like super serious you gotta be focused if you if you don't want if you want another career choice like besides acting you should do it instead because this is a make or break like ride or die kind of thing I'm like that is so bad to that's a really bad thing to tell people because acting is so lucrative that's the word I was looking for <laughs> lucrative and so to tell somebody like like you got to ride or die on this career and like, don't think of anything else. And if you think of something else, you should do it instead. Cause like, you're not committed enough. There's too much like ebb and flow with this career to really just give that advice freely to some people. Yeah. I feel like that is a recipe for disaster for people who are like, Oh, well I'm going to give up all the other things that I was doing and just, I don't know. It can be a give or take. But improv was, like, free. Let's have fun. And, co- like, you, like you were saying, yeah, connect with each other and create a world of imagination on stage and have fun and play. And that's how I am or I like to be with my world is to live in la-la. Not, I, like, obviously <laughs> I, I am... I have two, I have multiple sides of me. One is the very serious, very, um, very focused, very realistic version. And that part of me comes out a lot. I think that's something, ah, I'm gonna go back. (laughs) I think that's something that people misconstrue. They think I might be like way sillier than I am, Mm -hmm. but I find I can be silly around other people and when I'm kind of with myself, I am making jokes. And obviously I had a dream about a joke, but I am more serious and more realist by myself. Yeah. Um. So I find that improv and just hanging out with people, that is my outlet to be silly and carefree. And then when I'm kind of alone, that's my time to really be um just grounded and in my reality so yeah I feel like you are intentionally funny like intentionally goofy and like carefree and funny like you're doing that because that's what you want to do and it makes you happy but it's not like you're like that all the time Mm -hmm. like you do know when to turn it off and like get shit done Mm -hmm. which is nice because like that to me is one of the least appealing qualities in a person is like if they're not dependable and they can't focus, it's, like, really hard to work with people like that. And, like, I just personally, when we say we're going to do something, like, I like to do it and get it done and, like, move on to the next thing. And so, like, when people are a little scatterbrained or, like, they, they're they goofy all the time and they don't know when to, like, get, like buckle down, I'm just, like, I don't know if we're going to have a, a really, like, stable friendship moving forward. Right. I agree. Those are, that's, I agree with that. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> Touche. Okay. No, what is something that you're actively working towards, like a good short-term goal that you have for yourself? So I feel like my goals have shifted a lot in the past few months. Um, I had a lot of different goals when I first got out of college, and they kind of switched. I, I think I attained a lot of those goals. So one of my goals was first off to graduate college. I did that. Woo-hoo. And then it was woo. <laughs> then it was to get an agent and I got an agent I guess probably a year after I graduated. Maybe it was earlier, but I feel like it was 2021. Yeah. So it was 2021, so that was like a huge goal for me because I was really and I still am really focused on acting. So I was like I got to get an agent. Um I've already been on two TV shows and I got one of those shows without having an agent. So there's just like goals that I've reached and I think I've I've like put out music, which was a goal. I've recorded at a professional studio. I paid for it. It showed. Um but <laughs> <laughs> I felt my wallet get yeah, after that. Yeah. <laughs> um And so I just have had, I had those really big goals. And I think the biggest one recently was to move out of my parents' place. Um, Because, like, 
that was, I, I was in Marietta, but it just was such a, it was keeping me really stagnant. It was beautiful not to have to pay rent and they were never home. So it wasn't like I was upset about like being confined to some sort of familial like weirdness, but the biggest goal was to get myself out of that and to feel like I could really do it on my own because I really didn't have a chance once I graduated college pandemic was that time so that was that was like the biggest goal that I had and now I moved out and I have I don't really know I think the next goal I want to move on to like the next big thing where it's new and exciting and fresh um just because I've been I've just been I've seen a lot of the same and it's super beautiful and I just don't think I'm able to really appreciate it to its full extent while thinking about what if, like this idea of what if or imagining something else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have any small goals right now except for to make that big goal happen. <laughs> um, yeah, do shows. Yeah. I think all my goals have been checked off so far. It's to, it was to move out, to get a job. That was not production work because I was killing myself trying to do production work. Yeah. To do improv shows. Excuse me. To act, make music, and to, yeah, take care of myself. I think I'm doing all of those. Are you taking care of yourself? I am. I, I recently started going to therapy again, which has just been really nice to have somebody be there to kind of organize my thoughts and to let me know um that everything's gonna be okay (laughs) but um yeah just to kind of have somebody an outside source to just give their input in yeah Yeah. and whenever I like we'll talk about I don't personally go to a therapist but like whenever that's brought up in conversation I feel like some people still get a little bit awkward around awkward around the topic and I'm like I wish that more people would just go, like, and not have this stigma about it. Like, it doesn't mean that you have a problem. Like, you can be a perfectly fine person who just wants, like, an outsider's opinion on your life. And, like, it's hard to get your friends and family's opinions because they're biased. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and a therapist could be good for for finance, like, finances, like, to, if you're, like, struggling organizing that. Like, there's so many different outlets for a therapist they can be useful for finances for organizing your goals just like it could be like you had a bad day at work and you just really need to talk about it for that it's not your partner or not your friend and um it doesn't have to mean that you're having like a an emotional breakdown um yeah yeah so I don't know how long I'll go I normally go like six weeks and then I'm like okay I'm good and then I'm like ah <laughs> what's happening I'm like oh I stopped seeing my therapist (laughs) you're like "Uh, no I'm perfect again I don't need this anymore yeah (laughs) yeah oh my god no I I know I probably should go to but it's one of those things honestly I think I've done a little bit of like my own work at home that has probably filled that void for me a little bit like if I were to have a therapist but I started like whenever something was on my mind and I couldn't get rid of it or like I was overthinking something or like I personally overthink social interactions for a really long time. Like if I feel like the conversation was like slightly awkward or if I felt like, I don't know, for for whatever reason, I'll like just be overthinking everything that I said. Um, But I've been starting like I've been starting to write everything down. And sometimes when I write down my problems, they seem like so much less drastic when I'm yes. just like reading them and I'm like in my head it seems like such a big deal and then when I write it down I'm like literally why am I freaking out about this like even if it is true and the conversation was awkward like who cares it's not that big of a deal but yeah I found that like writing things down or even just like recording yourself saying them out loud is like a great way to get out of your own head yes I completely support that I'm really glad that you found that practice and it works for you I do the same and I have I think it's become one of my bigger pride and joys and kind of a little thing like I do like to I'd say maybe boast is a little strong but I have like 20 something journals that I've written in since I was in fifth grade 
and like that is my tool as well of just writing thoughts down and I will write my gratitude sometimes like I'll have a phase where I'm like ah okay for the next three months I'm gonna write everything I'm grateful for every single day and like I do it and then I'm like okay I can talk about my life now um (laughs) so I support that a lot yeah so if you don't have the means to go to a therapist or you're just lazy like me (laughs) just write it down yourself (laughs) this is not clinically proven science or any we are not doctors yeah if you need help go seek it um and um hang up and dial uh, 911 (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my god oh okay what is your favorite part about your personality I was just asked something very similar. I like that I'm caring. And that's also one of my least favorite attributes because I see that me caring a lot means that I also care a lot about things that I shouldn't care a lot about. Um, so I, I like it. I think caring is a good word because it can be used outwardly as an expression to how I see other people like I am caring I try to be caring towards others but I also think it's inward as well where I'm like I am also try to be caring to myself so yeah I'd say caring because it's just like the maybe that's also thoughtfulness Mm -hmm. thought thoughtfulness is a I don't know which one I like better they're you know they're kind of synonyms in a way yeah but yeah I get what you're saying I think thoughtfulness sounds like a little bit more it sounds more studious, which I think I like more. I'm like, yeah. I'm thoughtful. Oh, I'm, I'm thoughtful. thoughtful. Yes, I think about things. <laughs> it feels more empathetic than, like, caring to me is, like, doing, even though it's not true, but, like, just doing things for people is, like, how mm. I see caring. Mm. And then thoughtfulness is, like, thinking about their point of view, thinking about how they're feeling, and, like, trying to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Then thoughtfulness is, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, I can. would say you're both. Cool. Yeah. Do you, what's like something when you're when you meet somebody new? What's something that draws you to them, where you're like, oh, I want to keep this person in my life, or like I want to get to know them better. Um. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> um. Authenticity or honesty, I think either one of those ways of somebody being genuine i'm just saying let me go through the synonyms of those now i'm mapping in the, um, pull out your dictionary yeah pretty much just somebody who is is comfortable in their skin and is yeah i'd say like seeing somebody for who they are in the moment who is truthful and um that that's what draws me into some people yeah it's like seeing like if they, it doesn't mean they have to be it doesn't mean they have to overshare or or um, tell me their deepest, darkest secret or anything like that. But yeah. just, like, somebody who is straight up. I really need um, clear communication, like, clear I, – I, I don't like to overthink, and I can overthink. And so what I noticed is people who are clear with their communication and clear with um, who they are – it's just, I'm like, oh, you're going to be a safe, you're going to be a fun, safe person that we can grow, like, a relationship with because I know that I can be truthful and you can be truthful with me. So. Yeah, yeah. I know. My least favorite thing is, like, when you're talking to somebody and you can tell that they're, like, not paying attention and they're on their phone or something. And, like, if you're with somebody for a long period of time or you live together, you're on a road trip, like, obviously you're not going to, like, be, like, full attention the whole time. But, like, I personally, when I'm in a social setting or even if it's just like a one-on-one with someone, I'm not going to be on my phone. Like, no. that's never something I'm going to be doing unless it's like somebody's called me three times in a row and I'm like, what's wrong? Right. But like when people will just like whip their phones out when they're with you, I'm just like, it feels like such an insult to me because I'm like, I'm so boring that you right. had to whip out your phone right. seriously. No, um, completely. I guess that's yeah. another pet peeve. That's, that is one where it's like, because when I pull out my phone, I'll say, hey, I have a, a few texts. I'm going to respond to them right now. I like to let people know or establish with somebody that I know when they're pulling out their phone, they're going to be on it for a second to respond to something and, like, they're putting it away. Yeah. Um, because I also, it's hard for me to connect with somebody when they're 
they look away or they get really distracted and I'm like not that I need somebody to be in intense eye contact because yeah. that is not what helps me because I <laughs> I personally don't like that yeah um but that intention of I'm listening and and if you aren't or you need to do something else like let me know because I'll just pause I'll stop talking if I feel like somebody's Ooh. like not listening because I'll just move well I still, I'm just like I'm not gonna wait I'm like yeah I'm I feel like I'm I can just talk to myself at this point and I'll have a better time than yeah. trying to like talk to you about it honestly um, if you're not listening so I'll just pause and then people will kind of pick up on it and they'll either they'll have been texting and they'll be like oh I'm sorry I'm I'm finishing up a text and then mm-hmm. they'll send it or they'll go oh no I'm listening like you can keep talking I'm just like like this is not taking too much energy out so I can hear you so yeah. it's like either way it's a good thing but um I'm not pausing to be like I'm waiting yeah like, it's not like uh, uh, I'll wait or anything like that it's just like I can see that you're not listening and my time is valuable and your time, our time is valuable together. So I'll wait till like we can get back to that. And that's fine. Like if you have a text, text it. I don't care. I'll just pick right back up once you finish it. Like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. And I don't mean to sound like a psycho. I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, if you fucking pull off that fucking phone, I'm going to fucking rip it out your hand and shove it up your butt. Oh my God. Basically, I'm never going to talk to you again. (laughs) Yeah. God. But no, it's just like, and also like being around somebody and having a conversation with somebody are two different things. But yeah, like that when when they whip out their phone, um, or like when you can see people's eyes like leaving yours and like looking over <laughs> your shoulder, and I'm like, honestly, I can't deal. Like I, yeah. I shut down. I'm just like, right. Ugh. I shut down too. It, I really do shut down. Like, yeah. I'll like, part of me not talking is because I'm literally like, power off. Can't yeah. compute anymore. <laughs> You're gone, and now I'm in a shell. Yeah. Half of it, not really all the time, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I just, like, uh, recently that's really been a thing for me because I'm, like, we talk to so many people at improv and there are so many, like, events going on and shows and parties and things that it's, like, if you don't want to be in this conversation... Walk away. Let's... We can end it right here. Yeah. Because, like, I there are so many other people that, like, would want to have a conversation, so I'm just, like... And also, even if I'm not interested in a conversation, I'm going to give them the respect as if I am. Like, I'm not going to act like... I want it to end and walk away because that's, yeah. like, just not how you treat people. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that's just a little uh, pet peeve of mine. Just yeah. a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll learn that next time. I'm, like, I'll <laughs> be talking to you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not touching my phone. No, no, <laughs> no I'm not no, a psycho, no, I swear. I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Oh, my God. Um, I feel like I've gotten to the point that if a conversation is really lulling on, though, like, I'll, I'll respect a conversation for like a certain extent, like we are in a space that people are talking and we are now in close proximity and you're talking to me. (laughs) Yeah. Like listen. And then once it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm actively zoning out and I'm not respecting their time. I will say I've just gotten straight like, like, okay, well I think I'm, I'm going to go. I don't know what exactly I say, but I, I do some sort of weird maneuver of like, Okay, well, thanks for your time. I'm going to go mingle along now. Yeah. <laughs> like, something awkward. And people normally, I think it's because it's packaged in a sweet SJ um, manner. that, mm-hmm. And it isn't out of malintent or anything yeah. like that. But I think I'm able to get away with having that sort of, um, like, demeanor with people. Or, like, to say something like that. Because they're like, oh, it's just sweet little SJ saying that. And it yeah, is. It's yeah. never out of meaning. I'm not like, I'm going to, I'm so bored. You're so boring. It's not like, man, I can't focus now. And so I'm going to go into another conversation. And they're like, oh, oh, she's, okay, straight up. Like, um, okay. <laughs> it hurts, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I don't well, do it often. And yeah, definitely- it doesn't happen often now. Okay. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you'd want to touch on? I don't know. I've been loving this so much. I'm like, I'm like sad. I just want to keep talking. Not because I want more airtime, but just like, (laughs) this has been like so fun. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. And yes. I'm so glad. I've always thought you're so interesting. So 
I was excited to talk to you and pick your brain about things. Yes. And I know you hate getting like bombarded with compliments, but you're just the best. I'll take them. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And I'm excited to see or hear about your show coming up. Yes. In two weeks. Yes. And you're always around. You're, you're typically at, if you do shows, you're at like roll call or dynamic. So if people want to see you do some improv. Yes. Do a little singing. Do a little singing. I know there's like an open mic happening next week. Oh, I actually am doing like an et- oh, I'm supposed to be doing an Eddie's Attic music thing um in May. So oh, sweet. I'll be I'm trying I was like I should do some more music stuff. Like I've been doing yeah. so much improv. Like let me get some some guitar in there as well. But anyways, thank cool. you so much for coming. Thank you so You're much. the best. Thank you. <laughs>